Hello, and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Tuesday, January 11, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. How big of a threat is the Omicron variant of the coronavirus to vehicle production in North America? We'll talk about that later with one of the most plugged-in people when it comes to auto manufacturing on planet Earth. But first, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Supplier Aptiv is buying software firm Wind River for $4.3 billion in cash. Wind River makes software for companies in various industries, including the automotive sector. It's owned by private equity firm TPG Capital. Aptiv, the former Delphi Automotive Systems, says it will finance the deal through a combination of cash and debt. Wind River will operate as a standalone business within Aptiv. It had about $400 million in revenue last year. Turning to Rivian, the electric vehicle maker says it produced 1,015 vehicles last year and delivered 920 of them to customers. Last month, Rivian said it expected to produce a few hundred vehicles short of its revised target of 1,200 due to supply chain constraints. The company began output of production models in September. Separately, Rivian's chief operating officer has left the company, Rivian says Rod Copes began a phased retirement several months ago, even though he had been COO only since March 2020. The company says his duties have been distributed across the leadership team. More personnel news at Tesla. Head of Human Resources Valerie Capers Workman is departing for a new job. Workman is one of Tesla's highest-ranking black leaders and was a prominent voice from within the company on the issue of race. Starting next week, Workman is joining career network firm Handshake. Other personnel news, longtime Honda executive Steven Center has joined Kia America as chief operating officer and executive vice president. Center had been VP of the automobile sales strategy division at American Honda. He will now oversee strategy and execution for Kia's sales, service, and marketing operations in the U.S. He will report to Kia America CEO, Sean Yoon. In Europe, Ferrari is revamping its organizational structure and hiring managers with a technology background. The moves, coming as Ferrari aims to ramp up its electrification efforts, several divisions, including production development along with digital and data, will now report directly to CEO Benedetto Vigna. While the supercar maker promoted several internal managers, it also hired two executives from Vigna's former employer, ST Microelectronics. Still in Europe, Ford has hired longtime Audi sales executive Martin Sander to oversee its passenger cars division in Europe. The 54-year-old will take over for Roland DeWard, who retired at the end of last year. Sander starts June 1st. And happening today, the winners of the North American Car Utility and Truck of the Year will be announced. Keep an eye on autonews.com or watch Auto News Now this afternoon for the results. Heading into a third year of the pandemic, the caseloads are soaring with the spread of the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. For a manufacturing economy already straining under a labor shortage, the risk is that an outbreak in one plant or one community could set off a chain reaction that stymies factories all along the supply chain to assembly plants. Joe McCabe, CEO of Auto Forecast Solutions, said he hasn't seen any significant schedule changes yet, 
but the situation remains perilous. I reached him on Monday. Joe, the reports have been pretty bleak. More than half a million new cases a day across the country. The surge here in Michigan is almost triple earlier peaks. And with factories already tight on staffing, is the Omicron wave about to flood the North American auto industry with shutdowns again? Yeah, we're sort of hoping not to. I mean, we're, we're hoping that the vehicle manufacturers have learned in the last 18 months how to socially distance, how to do better shift uh, uh, um, you know, sh- balancing when one shift comes out, another shift goes out, uh, really focusing on the health and the, be- and the welfare of the employee. And we haven't heard anyone saying a uh, mass amount of shutdowns of days and weeks that are related to it. Uh, the new variant seems to be uh, the kind where it, it hits hard, it hits faster, but less hard. Um, that's not discounting anyone that's going through this. I know there's different uh, variability of it, but, you know, it's one of those things that we're not hearing it yet in the severity of the 2020 level, that it's a labor impact due to the um, due to absenteeism of, of, of people being sick. The industry has done a terrific job of making factories safe places to work really throughout the industry. But with so many people catching it, you know, over the holidays at social gatherings and family celebrations, isn't the supply chain still at risk? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, we're not putting a zero risk on this by any means. It's just not the 2020 level we're seeing. You know, and the fact that there's so many players and stakeholders involved with building a vehicle that all you need is one, you know, could be a smaller tier player uh, that has to shut down and it ripples through the whole thing. We, we've seen this time and time again. We have seen the manufacturers, though, press harder on the supply chain in the last 12 months to sort of build an inventory up, sort of build some sort of backlog of products. So God forbid there is a a, uh, part of the chain that has to be disrupted. Maybe it's not so disruptive as it was before. Um, You know, we're sort of in a cross our fingers type of moment uh, with this going into 2022. Every time a uh, winter happens with a pandemic, things get worse. And uh, we're just hoping that um, as the variants increase, the severity decreases, more people are vaccinated than ever before, especially not since 2020. Uh, even boosters, multiple levels. We're hearing fourth level boosters happening. So it's almost our, for the lack of this really bad cliche, it's our new norm uh, that they're getting through. And I think the work environment is, is adjusting accordingly. Nowhere are we 100% out of the woods. I do think it's there. I just don't think we're at the 2020 levels. We're a little better prepared. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. That's Daily Drive for today. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite app, or you can always go to autonews.com slash daily drive. Of course, you can always get the most comprehensive news on the auto industry 24 hours a day at autonews.com. Thanks to Josh Freed for his editing and production talents. Thanks to the ANTV team for all of their help with the show. And thanks to you for listening. I'm Jamie Butters. Jamie Butters.